I'm Amy Terepka, and I am a earth medicine practitioner, a reconnective healing practitioner. Um, so I do body work and energy work and herbal medicine and plant spirit medicine and seasonal healing. And um, I have a business groundwater healing and I've just been up to, what have I been up to these days? Just uh, luxuriating in the expansiveness of spring and early summer and um, trying to get outside as much as possible into the, the natural world and being by the trees and in my garden. <clears throat> mm, luxuriating can you can you paint a picture for us what that what that looks like and feels like yes um well I did just get a hammock so I've been spending a lot of time in my backyard in my hammock underneath a giant red cedar tree and just absorbing the the medicine of the summer and the, the warmth and that kind of spacious expansion that uh, that summer is so amazing at um, and spending time by water and just walking through the woods and hanging out with plants and all my favorite things. <laughs> mm, yeah I used to live in Oregon I grew up there and I think you also live there so and summer is definitely a special treat in the Pacific Northwest yes yes it is yeah I mean I you know I work with all the I work with seasonal healing so I, I find such gifts and medicine and all the seasons so I they all have their their amazingness so Mm -hmm. basking in what what we're being given right now and I know that you and I share a body work background and we also connected through the highly sensitive community and we're in a healing collective together so I I know that you and I speak this language but I, I think it would be cool if we could go over some of the things that you offer it's so fascinating yeah of course that's a good question um yeah so basically the two facets of my work as I mentioned are reconnective healing and so in that realm I work a lot with helping people reconnect with their bodies and their energy and feeling at home in their bodies feeling grounded um, empowered and I do that through body work through communicating with the body um, through helping people learn how to do that themselves. So a lot of guided visualization, um, finding um, their inner parts that might need tending to, um, and through energy work and helping them like learn how to tend to their energy bodies. And then the earth medicine comes in, um, which is, you know, the earth medicine is a part of reconnective healing as well. So reconnecting to the land, to the living um, world outside of ourselves, to the seasons, um, bringing in that, that wider web that informs and connects and heals as well. Um, I work a lot with plant spirit medicine, so I bring those into my session as well. And um, 
plant spirit medicine just being connecting being connected to the inherent energy that's behind the physical medicine of the plant so um a tree is more than just its phys physical constituents just like we're more than our physical bodies um you know i come from an animistic perspective that you know all of the earth is alive and um you know all of earth is energy and so all of these living beings have their own energetic blueprints and um, spiritual perspectives and ways that they can inform our bodies and help us um, kind of understand a different way of being. So taking a little, you know, I mentioned red cedar earlier, taking a couple drops of the red cedar medicine or even sitting by its energy, it helps you understand how to, how to kind of inhabit a more um, centered, open, aligned, grounded state of being. Mm. It's just a little insight into the work I do. Yeah, so good. <clears throat> I I love it when you share some of the plants that you're working with um, on your Instagram. And sometimes it surprises me that I can identify it or I still remember it because some of my early, early uh, plant learnings were even either before I went to massage school, like I don't, it's like 25 years ago, some, some of the plant learnings. And then one of my favorite things was when my kids were younger, we did alternative learning programs. And so we were lucky enough to do wilderness awareness programs. And we live close to a state park, which is a huge forest. So, yeah, I mean, remembering and then using um, the plants in a, in a beneficial way, but also honoring the land and feeling more connected, whether it's through, you know, this seasonal, yeah, just seeing things that pop up that um, catch, your, catch your eye. I think you had, was it lilac mm. recently? Yeah, I did um, make some simple syrup out of lilac flowers this year. It's mm -hmm. so good. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the, and the smell. Um, I work a lot with essential oils. And so it's interesting how some people are really called to certain smells or tastes. And, and then they have kind of an aversion to others. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. I find that. And I, I think that's part of you know your own unique medicine you know the, the medicine that's unique to you in that moment it's like oh this is tasting so good your body is saying yes to it and that um just is a clue to what medicines might be wanting to work with you at this time or the medicines that can help at this time mm -hmm. it's interesting i i offer a yearly class um on plant spirit medicine in the end of fall to winter. So the darkest six weeks of the year. And it's amazing how some people like when they taste the tinctures are like, Oh my gosh, it was like the most amazing taste. And other people are like, Oh, I couldn't stand it. <laughs> and it just shows like, okay, well, that's a clue. Like maybe this medicine is not, not for you at this time. And yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's more of an intuitive, um, like, experience, and it, it's so unique to each person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm so curious, how did you end up coming to do the work that you are doing now? There must have been a journey and um, process. Yeah, <laughs> there was a very long journey. I mean, simply put, I think I came to be doing the work I'm doing through just my own healing journey and finding what helped me as a highly sensitive person, as an empath, as someone who injured themselves a lot growing up doing dance and gymnastics, um, just, you know, exploring and discovering the ways in which um, I could feel better, really feel better in my, um, in my body, feel better in my emotional self, Um, growing up and just being such a highly sensitive little girl Um, being so impacted by other people's emotions, being so impacted by my own emotions, not understanding how to deal with them. Um, So really that I think drove the, the desire to walk this healing path. And um, then my just love of the natural world kind of infused into that. And um, I was fortunate enough to grow up on, um, in a beautiful old farmhouse on um, a bunch of acres of land with a pond and just got to explore a lot growing up. And, you know, I just remember playing in the, in the muck with my brothers and the, in the edge of the pond, catching frogs. And so just, you know, growing up, with that ability to be in nature and to really appreciate nature. Um, And then, you know, I was an environmental studies major in college and um, just have always had this deep desire and longing to protect and connect with the natural world, animals, plants, um, et cetera. And I think what the, one of the biggest turning points for me on my path to this work was after college um, traveling, I took a six month journey to travel through um, Southeast Asia and India. And it was really my first experience of um, seeing how humans could have a different relationship to their own land and medicine and how you know folk medicine was just such a part of life and you didn't have to go see a doctor in order to um, get the medicine you needed or to have them tell you what was going on it was just this um, you know this this birthright that was passed down through um, families and um, you grew your medicine in your garden or just wildcrafted it and there's something about that that really awakened something in me. And I, I got back from that trip and apprenticed on an herbal farm and that kind of just um, spiraled from there into, yeah, what's become my, my really become my spirituality, become um, such an important part of who I am in my life. 
Mm, beautiful folk medicine and this I love what you said about a birthright and that everyone shared and cultivated like the plants in their own spaces and that they knew the benefits and that I mean I'm assuming also that if someone needed in-depth knowledge they would go to um, a practitioner to ask questions but that they had a base level of health and wellness that they're starting with totally yeah and I think that's what happens when um, I mean all of our ancestors came from cultures that knew that wisdom and from I guess we would call intact cultures um, but that's not the culture that I grew up in. You know, I grew up in a very um, disconnected and severed um, experience from the natural world in terms of, I mean, obviously, like, I grew up very immersed in the natural world, but disconnected in terms of, like, recognizing my own um, relationship with and how we feed each other and, um, that sense of empowerment that comes with a, a real rooted belonging in place. And so I think a lot of um, modern society really, really perpetuates that, that severance. And so finding that, I had to leave, leave the US in order to find that. And I, obviously it's here and the indigenous cultures that we've, we've pushed aside. Um, but yeah, I had to, had to travel to find that. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I, I have had the experience of traveling for an extended amount of time and leaving my, you know, home and my daily habits. And I think there can be for a lot of people, this real awakening. Um, when you break away from habit and, you see the world with fresh eyes in a new way mm -hmm. and it's almost as if time slows down and at least that's what my experience was and then coming back with fresh eyes and a per fresh perspective and i think that's one of the reasons why people still practice retreat whether it's retreat in your own yard in a hammock <laughs> you know <laughs> or it's retreat going away um, from our daily responsibilities, but to slow down and to really get more mindful. I would love to hear more about how your practice nurtures you on a daily basis. Yeah, totally. Um, well, I love what you said about being able to find that space to slow down. And I think that's been the, probably the, the foundational piece to my own healing and healing practices. It's the foundational piece that I, that I try to teach in, with my clients and my students. Um, but because there, there is something profoundly healing when we can slow down, return to the present moment, be mindful of our how we're walking in the world, how we're moving in the world, how our body's feeling. Um, just that one piece is incredibly healing. Um, so 
that's something that I try to weave in to my, my own practices. Um, I am definitely still struggling with that as I think a lot of people in this um, world are just the moving so quickly, the fast pace of society and the capitalistic mentality of like needing to create and make um, to do and, you know, make something happen in order to be worthy. Like those stories really, you know, drive a lot of our, our perpetual doing. Um, so really, you know, I've been working with, with those stories and myself um, for many years now. So it's, you know, it's still a, it's still a struggle sometimes, but, um, you know, making spaciousness and stillness at home a priority um you know putting those into my schedule if need be um being with bare feet on the earth and um probably one of the most important practices for me right now is having solo time in nature so intentionally not you know like going on a hike with a friend which is really different um, but just going out and being with the land, being with the wild waters, being with the plants and just sitting and listening and um, receiving so much wisdom from the land, from the plants, um, connecting in with that wild, wider wisdom that's always around us when we really slow down and get present and intentional about connecting. Um, and that's really what's what feeds me so much if I don't have the time and space to do that um, for a couple weeks I really feel it I don't feel like myself I feel more cranky and irritable and um, so that's that's a priority for me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah I have there's a lot there's so many practices I have um, that I could share but Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for naming that, that real sensation of cranky and irritability. Um, I'm wondering, in your practice, what type of conditions and, you know, challenges your clients are dealing with and, and how you bring your work to them in support of their own journeys? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I'd say a vast majority of clients come to me with some sort of trauma um, that's manifesting as anxiety or depression or a feeling of just like not being in their body, of feeling really disconnected, of kind of like hovering over their life, but not like being in it. Um, I work with a lot of highly sensitive people and I think oftentimes they don't even know that, but I think that's part of the, the, the picture that there's such a high sensitivity, um, and unsure how to manage that in such a fast paced demanding, um, society. Um, so, you know, again, primarily working with just like getting, people to have any sort of relationship with their body to like start to feel what's happening inside rather than in the stories in the head 
So, you know, guiding people into their bodies, um, noticing sensations, and then being able to work with the, the sensations in the body to receive communication, to receive information about what those parts of the body are needing. Um, and just that act of moving from the head to the body is so incredibly healing. And um, in order to do that, we have to slow down. So doing that is a way into slowing down. Um, but I, I also work a lot with ritual and ceremony. So intentionally bringing in the connection to the sacred or something wider than the self to hold the self when you feel anxious or alone or depressed or whatever it may be. Um, bringing in that, that spiritual world of ancestors or spirit guide or a plant ally um, or any, any, any guide that feels important or beneficial. Um, yeah, so, so I work a lot with that. And then again, like I tell everybody <laughs> to, to go stand with their bare feet on the earth as much as they can. And just feeling that connection, breathing into that sense of connection our bodies are meant to be recharged by the earth. And um, I guess I, I do wanna add one other piece that I think is really important here that this work is, yes, it's about our own healing, but it's about relationship with the earth and the plants and the sacred. And so um, it's not just a one-way street of receiving. It's, you know, how can you give back in some way? And that opens up such a sense of belonging because you enter into relationship. It's not just an isolated experience at that point. So I, I encourage my students, my clients to make offerings for the land, singing a song or speaking a prayer and all of these things, um, they, they, again, they move us into relationship. And so part of my desire and hope that my work um, inspires in the world is, is this uh, not just healing for ourselves, but healing for the collective, healing for the earth as well. And because we can't heal in isolation, we heal and the earth heal together is my perspective. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just thinking about what you said. Um, and yeah, this offering back and recognizing that there is a relationship and how to nurture, nurture that um, is a very different perspective. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, 
economics classes and, and different models of how we consume things. And yeah, it's just a really different way of orienting in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a shift in consciousness and it's a, it's a paradigm shift. And that's really the heart of what I'm interested in with, with the work I do is how can I help people shift into this other perspective, another way of viewing relationship? So um, it seems like there are so many different directions we could go. I'm, I'm wondering if there are some favorite resources that have been powerful in your learning journey that you might want to recommend or share yeah oh there's been so many over the years um the first one that i'm thinking of right now actually is the book braiding sweetgrass by robin wall kimmerer have you heard of that book that's just one of my absolute favorite books that really helps that really does um help you shift that lens, shift that, that paradigm of thinking. She's um, an indigenous woman and a scientist, and she, she really weaves those two worlds together so beautifully in a way that is very um, relatable. And I, you know, I cried with every, every little, every chapter I read. Mm. Um, It's just such a heart opening, connective book. Um, so that is a beautiful one, especially to read on the, in the, in the summer, I just feel like it's a wonderful time to read that book. And another book that was profound in my journey in terms of like knowing my own body and energy body was the book, um, Eastern Body, Western Mind by Anadea Judith. It's about the, the chakras but she, she really weaves in like the psychology and the body and so many healing tools in that book. Um, And a third book that I would recommend is a book called Belonging, Remembering Ourselves Home, I believe it's called, um, by Tokopa Turner. Um, Those Every, I, I think I underlined something on every single page in that book. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just such a, a sweeping, um, like holistic look at what keeps us separated and how to enter into a state of belonging, um, which again, I think is the root of what I'm hoping to help with on this earth right now, you know, helping us feel belonging in our bodies, helping us feel belonging in our communities and on the earth, um, and our, our sense of purpose, like, um, knowing deeply our own worth and our own medicine for the world. Um, so those three books have been really powerful for me. Um, another teacher who, who I think is, is brilliant in the plant spirit medicine world is Asia Suler. She owns One Willow Apothecaries and she's just, she's a poet and 
um, has a very like mystical, magical way of thinking and also very practical at the same time. So she's, she's a beautiful resource. And there's so many, there's so many amazing teachers and healers right now on this planet. And it's, mm. I could name, we could probably spend the whole entire podcast talking about, about them. Mm-hmm. Well, you have also some of your own work that you publish. Mm. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. I, I created um, four books, basically they're guidebooks are, they're small. They're like zines, I'd say um, on the seasonal wisdom. So they're called sacred seasons guidebooks and there's one for each season and it's basically a compilation of everything that I've learned about seasonal medicine and um, how to really step into relationship with the natural world. So each book contains a deep dive into the healing qualities and the medicine each season has for us, along with um, an element, so water, fire, air, earth, the elements of nature, coincide with the, the season so you know the summer is coincides with fire the element of fire so the the healing qualities of the element and how we can work with that and plant medicines stone medicine altar building um yeah just like journal prompts to get you kind of thinking and reflecting on your own relationships with the themes of the season and specific actions to to do to connect you and a personal ceremony I mean there there's just like rich with with so much in in those books and it's one of the the biggest like heart projects I've ever done just like totally inspired and I just I every time I revisit them I'm just I I feel so grateful and um, inspired by by uh, by what's in those books. Even though I wrote them, I feel like I I just uh, I was the channel for that for that seasonal wisdom that wanted to come through. So um, yeah, so those are great resources. That's a they're um, they're wonderful if you're wanting to just take a step into that direction of seasonal connection. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I you know I on my website I have a blog and YouTube videos on connecting with the different times of the year and um, other meditations and et cetera. So. Mm -hmm. What an amazing gift. Yeah. I feel, I feel grateful to have received that inspiration. Mm So I would like to share in the show notes, your contact information. And is there a specific way that you enjoy being connected with for people that are listening? Yeah. Um, I, I, I love connecting via Instagram. I feel like I I share a lot that way. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I don't mind DMS, but also email is great. Amy at groundwaterhealing.com. My Instagram's at Groundwater Healing. Um, and then, of course, just my website, groundwaterhealing.com. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, those are the, the ways to, 
to reach me and really see what I'm up to. Mm -hmm. And you have some upcoming programs that you're offering something new. Do you want to share a little about that? Yes, something really exciting that I feel like is a culmination of the 15 years of of work that I've been doing and studying and um, it's called the Golden Stone Wisdom School and it's a six month um, program starting at fall equinox then moves through the spring equinox so it's the darkest the dark half of the year and it's designed as a a healing journey, but also a program in, you know, learning to connect with your body, with energetic tools, with the elements of nature, with sacred other and developing that relationship um, of seasonal wisdom and moving in alignment with the cycles of the season and learning how to make plant medicines and stone medicine and just kind of all that I'm, I've talked about here, we, we really dive into and it's, we, we work with journeying and ceremony in our live calls and um, sharing circles and then um, just written, written and audio and video materials. So it's just, it's a rich program um, designed to just to reawaken that kinship between our bodies and the earth and to come out on the other side just feeling transformed and rooted and empowered in your own sense of place and medicine and your own gifts for the world yeah i think it's it's been such a great conversation and really rich and magical and yeah it's been really wonderful to connect with you Thank you, Amy. I'm glad that we found each other. Yeah, me too. <laughs>